we have been practicing for nine days in a retreat context. And now we're going back out of here, back to our world. There are people, there are activities out there waiting for us. to the extent that we will make those people and activities the object of our practice, the object of our mindfulness. To that extent, we'll be greatly reducing suffering. Our suffering, their suffering. committing ourselves to those activities and to those people in the same way we have been committing ourselves to this retreat, to the schedule of this retreat. Same attention, same caring, same diligence. Just going back to being attentive to what it is that we are saying to the person we are talking to. Just going back to mindfulness of what we are doing. And bringing it back again and again. To our words, to our listening, to our actions, and to our non-actions. into the silence. Just in the very same way we've been going back to the breath again and again 
So we've been going back to our cushion. Same attitude, one attitude. If we have one attitude, instead of two attitudes, namely the meditation attitude, the retreat attitude, and the non-meditation attitude. But if we just, we just have one attitude, and we develop it, we cultivate it, then our life will become less fragmented, more unified, more satisfying. So people and activities are waiting for us to help us to deepen and strengthen our practice for our benefit, for their benefit. Those people and those activities have exactly this function. Ultimately, their purpose is happiness. Pleasant people, unpleasant people. Pleasant activities, unpleasant activities. Same. They both have the same function helping us to open up, helping us to deepen the gift of mindfulness, to deepen our understanding. They are bringing practice to us, and we're bringing practice to them. It's all one, in a very concrete way. When, thanks to them and thanks to our training, we practice mindfulness and generosity and loving care, 
abiding in the present moment becomes more possible. Generosity, loving care, helps us being non-attached. And non-attachment takes us right into the present moment. present moment, in the depth of the present. And in the present moment we can learn. of the learning and we learn a lot about ego about the painful contraction of selfing more and more we familiarize with it. Ego is that which keeps us away from the present moment. It's that which doesn't allow us dwell restfully in the present moment. It's that which makes all the difficulty for us to abide in the present. So we begin to feel the solid ground of humility under our feet. 
the basic sanity, the basic healthiness of humility. the comfort of humility. Deep comfort. We begin to feel supported by humility protected and healed by it. A radical healing, a long-awaited healing. Humility is the richness of the present moment. By virtue of humility, we start allowing impermanence. instead of resisting to it. Just allowing impermanence. Surrender. Not fighting. finding out about impermanence means finding out about life. So we begin to wake up to the light and the splendor of humility. As one poet says, I am not I. I am the one who walks beside me without me seeing him. The one who sometimes I am about to see, who sometimes I forget. 
the one who keeps silent and serene when I talk, the one who forgives gently when I hate, the one who is walking where I am not, the one who will remain here when I die. So our mind now is more open. Charged with more understanding and more humility. Maybe now it's closer to its real nature. And with this mind, we turn to spread loving kindness, metta. Our wishing metta, our wishing loving-kindness is stronger now. We are more awake. We understand more. So, loving-kindness is more obvious. It's more present, more real. More powerful, whether we know it or not in each of us. Let us visualize one or two very dear persons. Maybe now there are even less obstacles. To our contact. To our unity. 
may you be happy, really happy. Free from suffering. Free from pain and fear. May you be peaceful. Deeply peaceful. Always, in all respects, and may this gratitude that I'm feeling right now for you increase my loving-kindness and make it more constant and unwavering. The blessing of gratefulness think now of another person or maybe another two persons who are very dear to us. And feel our openness to them, towards them. Be happy. Be happier and happier. In peace and in love. Which is what you really want and what I really want. from suffering. friends and to all the people we have been sharing this retreat with 
May you all be happy. Free from suffering. Liberated. beyond ignorance and confusion, attachment and aversion, peacefully resting in the present moment, in the unique gift of the present moment. we feel that we are closed, then we might take a resolve, a resolve to practice and to get to that deep place inside where we see basically fellow human beings all of them beautiful all of them suffering and wanting happiness and from that place Metta is like breathing. Natural. Sometimes we have a taste of it. And then clouds come back. And then we work with the clouds. And we remember that taste.
May we keep spreading metta, loving kindness to all sentient beings in all directions. May you be happy. May you be free from suffering. May you be liberated. 